On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 3, Episode 5 and 6, Kissed by Fire, and The Climb. We watch with bated breath as Egret and John's relationship begins to truly take off. We start the new year off right by bringing back another edition of Alternate History, and Chris and I both attempt to climb Lord Baelish's Chaos Ladder, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. Hey guys, I want to be the first to wish you a happy new year. Thanks for tuning in. I, of course, am Sims. My partner, Sheedy, is here. What's hey. up? Hey, guys. What's up? What day are we releasing this? Monday, right? Monday, Is yeah. that New Year? Is that the first? No, but, like, so you're a liar. <laughs> well, Coming out lying. Well, if people, like, tune in, because we'll do some time travel action, so, like, if you listen on Tuesday or Wednesday, then, That's true. then it's 2019. Right now, That's it's true. 2018. So. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. 2019 well, is shaping up. I, it'll be a good one. What what happened? To, whatever happened to 2018? Like, what's I don't know. It went by quick. Like the Yodel Kid. What happened to the 90s? What happened to him? What happened to the Yodel Kid? Dude, he released a Christmas album. Did he? Yeah. He, oh, wow. 2018 is still alive. buying that shit. People what is like some of the, what are some of the highlights of 2018? Um, This podcast. This podcast. The Bears are back. The Bears are freaking the bears back. Are back. This is back. Uh, there were no Game of Thrones in 2018. Uh, people were flossing. That's kind of people a were flossing. Oh, that part. was big. That yeah. was big. Um, uh, what else? LeBron James is a Laker now. That's yeah. big. Mine is he's all. He's also sports. injured right now. He's injured. Maybe he's going down. Roseanne was back curse. for a cup of coffee, and then she uh, left. And then she she got a hold of that got wrong Ambien. Ambien. She got on that Ambien, <laughs> and then she was tweeting. Papa John's, he's gone. Rest in peace. Dude, Rest fuck in pizza. Papa, fuck Papa John's. Rest in dude. better ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. Die. Racism. Uh, no, Papa John's is. I've I've never been a fan of Papa John's before they started taking their Ambien, pizza is so bad. It's bad. It's and overpriced. And their Peyton Manning commercials were unbearable. Um, I've I, never rooted against someone more. I'm I'm, I'm a Peyton Manning guy. I like Peyton Manning. Yeah, but he's a fan of Papa John, which means he's yeah, probably true. Right. he's dropped. He's a Fair. he's a hard R guy. Fair. <laughs> um, speaking of Papa John's, uh, we actually have a guest in studio. She's not going to participate too much in the pod, but I just wanted to introduce a girlfriend of the pod, Sarah. What's up? Hey. What's up? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for so, you're seeing how the uh, how the lemonade's made. You're yeah. seeing how Chris spends his valuable time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Let's get into this a little bit here. Let's do it. Very important question. Since it's the New Year's episode, what are, you know, not a resolution, but what are some resolutions that you think you want to get into in 2019? Um, like, seri- like, I seriously want to work out more. And by work okay. out more, I mean, like, if I work out once, that is more. <laughs> so that's the level I'm starting from. Yeah. Ground zero. But that's, yeah. like, that's like everyone says they want to work out more. Like, that's... That's true. Yeah. I hate the gym, like, on New Year, like, the first week. Of, of any given year because it's just packed with people and then they just start like fading out it's like when you stop responding to texts to a chick that you don't want to talk to anymore it's like the slow fade the ghost right i too relate to that <laughs> uh it's like yeah so for me i would i'll say i want to uh google amelia clark less okay that's, that's good. good it's healthy that is a good start I, I frequently just check up on her goings on just to see what she's doing on any given day. Strictly professional. Strictly professional. professional for, it's for the pod. We have a Game of Thrones podcast. She's the star of the show. In case so. you couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, what do I want to do more? Uh, probably eat healthier. That's a big one. I drink a lot of soda. Okay. So I got this water right here sitting yeah. next to a Coke. The soda is no good for you. No, it's no It's good. just like, it's There's just literally all, nothing good about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just sugar. And it's technically, caffeine is a drug. Uh... Technically. I guess, but if it is a drug, it's the right caffeine. stuff, though. It's the right stuff. Yeah, it's, it's not the, the right wrong stuff. stuff. Yeah, not crack. <laughs> Definitely not crack. You got any New Year's uh, resolutions? Actually, I'm glad you asked, because I have a few. I really, really, really want to drive home Sauce Boy in 2019. Yeah. I want Sauce Boy to be a household yeah. common phrase. What's crazy is that Tim and Eric don't even know. Yeah, they don't, well... They say, oh, Sauce Boy, for like a second, and yeah. I don't think they expected that to be the phrase that really took we've off really from, adopted it yeah. <laughs> i mean we really just took it i mean yeah we've done a lot of that david koresh if any of you guys don't know who david koresh is he's a, a cult leader from the 90s huge fans huge <laughs> he's, he's a huge I fan of the podcast <laughs> all seven of his seals huge fans of the podcast and we're huge david like so we we just adopt things and take them as our own oh so. please wait there are women and children in here that killed me the first time you said that we, I did, we I said that a lot uh, another one so sauce boy check um, I want to eat more meat. 
Okay, not mm. with all this vegan stuff. Not I agree. With I agree. Let's stop stuff. it in its tracks. Let's, Let's it. cancel veganism. Twenty nineteen hashtag more meat. More meat. Twenty nineteen. If we take all of people, if we find a way to, uh, if you don't eat meat, like because you need the iron, don't you? Doesn't meat give you iron? Yeah. Yeah. And, so and we gotta protein, eliminate some, vegans' iron supply outside of meat, so they have no choice but to go back to meat, and we and veganism dies. So how do we do that? I don't. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, <laughs> we'll get, get some, our science guy. Yeah, we'll, we'll call we'll, someone. Get Bill we'll Nye get on the horn. <laughs> And then uh, my last one, but probably the most important one, is I want to just double down on my mustache game. So I really oh, want to no. just like Don't just do it. grow out a strong Steve Harvey looking stash. Like a nice felt. <laughs> just like, yeah. Just, like a beautiful. It's just like when I walk in a room, I want my presence to be really known. No. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm 26 and I still can't grow a full beard. I, I can't either. It, I can't well, grow a beard. It doesn't it's, connect. It's on my neck. I it get doesn't a neck connect. Beard. Yeah. It doesn't connect. It's just all over the place. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. So, did you, um, another one that I have for us is I want us to get a sponsorship on the podcast. Yes. Culver's. Looking at you. More internet money. We More need, internet money. Yeah. I've shouted Culver's out a lot, and I haven't heard from Mister from William H. Culver. And I don't know if that's his name, but I think it is. I have a feeling that Mr. 2019 is, is our year is our for the year. podcast. It's the Deep Thrones year. I think this is the year of the, of the Deep Thrones. We got the final season coming out. We got, Dude. That's huge. It's huge for morale. We're gonna... I'm so ready for the final season. I'm like, they released another commercial for it, and it's just like the map. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I didn't tell you. It's I like bought a map of and... Westeros. Yeah, well, you did tell me that. You didn't tell the listeners. I didn't tell the listeners. You told me I that. bought a map of Westeros. When is that expected to show uh, up? Within the week. Nice. By by Monday. Nice. And it's uh, it's the known world and the and like where, Essos. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> is is Southeros on there? A lot of people don't even know I think that so. exists. Oh, there you go. Southeros. Nice. Yeah, they're building the wall for Southeros. <laughs> Did you did you get any? Uh, what did you get any gifts for Christmas that are worth mentioning? Uh, That's a mean thing to say. All gifts yeah, are worth come mentioning. on, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, we'll jump into the Let's review. Go. Yeah, I got Red Dead Redemption two. Great, um, great game. So season, so we're doing season three, episode five, um, Kiss by six. Fire, and season three, episode six, The Climb. It's um, the climb. Actual electric opening scene. Big I Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even get that reference. You know this song. Don't lie. Um, so I have written in my notes just opening scene in episode five. Electric. All caps. I mean, the yeah. Hound versus Beric Dondarrion mm. in that cave. Beric's got to know, like, he's got to know that the Hound's kind of scared of fire because he lit his sword up like Doros like, does. right off the jump. Just he's right just like, just going to do this casually. Yeah. <laughs> I do this every time. And you see, like, the Hound kind of shits his pants, like, a little bit yeah. at first. He gets very nervous. But then, it, you know, it turns into just competitiveness and, and the Hound ends yeah. up besting him in the combat. Um, yeah. But it is a trial by combat because the Hound's been accused of murder. And maybe treason, I think. I don't know. Yeah, but the, the, so the Brothers Without Banners, too, are doing like their little kangaroo court where it's not really official, but the Hound, what choice does he have except to fight? Yeah, And exactly. he gets in the fight, and honestly, uh, what's the guy's name? Barrick. Barrick Darren, and Derek. Who I, I love calling him Derek. <laughs> Shout out D. Rose, he's back. Oh, yeah. Another, that 2018, Derek Rose is back. Didn't he throw up 26 points against the Bulls? Or yeah, something? he got MVP chance in Chicago. Oh, shit. Uh, so Barrick Dondarrion, he like is winning most of the fight. Yeah. But then the hound just like overpowers him, right? And he just starts swinging and swinging and swinging. It like breaks his shield, hits the sword. Then he holds the sword up and he breaks through the sword and like right. chops him basically in half down the shoulder. Clean, Which, clean, th- clean through the sword, clean through the shoulder. Probably max his face up. Uh, I'm sorry, max his heart up like down there. Yeah. I don't know how you come back from that, but um, Thoros runs up, starts praying over him right away. Yeah, six to eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put him on the IR. He's he's good. You'll be all right. Uh, But he does end up coming back. From there, we go up north with the wildlings, and um, they're they're preparing for a climb. Yeah, because remember the end of last episode, Mance Raider said it's time. Right. And uh, John and Egret have like an intense conversation with the warg. That warg guy really does not trust John. I don't know the warg's name. Oral. Oral? Orel, maybe? Oral? Oral, Orville Redenbacher. (laughs) Or like Moral. We love his popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We'll call him Oral. And then then Egret like takes John's sword and he's like, that was a gift. Don't, you know. And then she like goes into a cave and then it's about to go to his kiss by fire. Dude, that cave. So it's like, it's like, it's like multiple hot tubs in there. It's like hot springs and it's a a nice cave. It's like like a sandals Jamaica. (laughs) (laughs) And then Egret just like strips down. And this is another example of back then you just pull one string and 
clothes are yeah, gone. Yeah, she just and and she's wearing like I mean she it's cold up there, so she's wearing a lot, but yeah. she just you know just the one string. Her like underwear clothes that before she takes that off looks kind of like what Dobie wears in Harry Potter. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> she's like master gave me clothes. Dobie is a free elf. As a free elf, that's right. <laughs> and she, so she gets completely naked. And John, at this point, remember John when he first captured her? Yeah, he's, he's like not even fighting. He's, he's ready to go. But like the thing is though, like he was kind of reluctant at first, and then she was like, "Why do you still have your clothes on?" And then like he was like, he oh, just I guess. dives. He just dives down deep, just goes oh, straight yeah. for the red bush. And then she's like, and she hits him with like a. <laughs> she's like a you know nothing, John. And then he like then, he hits the spot. Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> and before ah. she could say snow, she's like, ooh, sauce boy. <laughs> It's like, oh, sauce snow. Oh, uh, so, oh snow. Yeah. So they have a pretty right. intimate scene in that cave. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty intimate. Pretty intimate. And then um, from there. Jamie gets his first war update in Harrenhal. He's brought in front of uh, Roose Bolton. Um, and I love how Roose delivers him the news. Yeah, <laughs> he's just fucking yeah. with him so hard. Oh, yeah, he like, he like leads it off like something happened to he's Cersei. He's like, I don't know how to put this. She's alive and well. Yeah. And that's typical Bolton. <laughs> typical oh, yeah. Bolton bullshit. Just, just playing, stringing just, people along. Stringing, just messing with people. Um, and then Jamie goes in to get treated by Kyburn. Oh, it's a tough scene to there, watch. It is tough because he's, obviously, you know, he's gotten infections on, on his uh, on his missing hand. And Kyburn's just like, all right, well, I'm going to have to either cut your arm off or I'm going to have to peel all, try to peel all this infection off and, like, then treat it with hot wine. Yeah, and Jamie takes like the rough one. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, he's like, you'll need milk of the poppy. He's like, nope, not taking that. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, there'll be a lot of there'll be pain. And he goes, I'll scream. And he's like, there'll be a lot of pain. And Jamie hits him with a, I'll scream loudly. Yep. And Kyborn is like a freak, so he's probably like, nice. He was like, <laughs> yeah. was definitely he's like, dope, into it. dope, good stuff. <laughs> and then uh, from there, Elena actually. So this is one of my favorite scenes because Tyrion and it's Elena. too bad Brendan isn't here because man, that guy loves Elena. Oh, yeah. Well, he mentioned him like five times. Yeah, five times. And then he wanted Oberyn to give him that sauce. And give him that spear. <laughs> that spear, that sand spear. Uh, so, yeah. So, Elena and Tyrion are talking. Since Tyrion's now the acting master of coin, um, he's trying to figure out how they're going to pay for this wedding. And then also still afford the war effort. And Elena just cuts him off. And she's just like, you don't have to give me a lesson on how much war costs. Who do you think's paying for all this shit? She's talking about like all the oh, horses, the all list the food, is the supplies, miles long. Yeah, all, like to a, down to a T. She gets down every like uh, number of what the Tyrell supplied for the war effort, and then basically Tyrion's just like, okay, I can't really say much, and she's just like, all right, we'll pay for half the wedding, and that should be enough. And then Tyrion's like, oh fuck yeah, nice. The Tyrells were like an invaluable asset. Oh yeah, and, and I think that's the irony of what we're about to see, especially in the next episode, is how much Cersei like hates them. Oh yeah. And doesn't trust them because they're manipulating Joffrey. Like they're helping so much in the battle against Rob. It's not even fair. I mean, they wouldn't have, they would have lost King's Landing if it weren't for them. Yeah. Right? That's, I mean, that's true. I mean, cause that showed is, up with, and Rob does Tyrell have forces. intentions to take King's Landing right. or to take or at least Castle Rock. Rock. Yeah. So the Tyrells have been uh, an invaluable asset to the throne. Exactly. Um, and then from there, we have a short scene, Arya and Gendry. Basically, the significance of this is they chose different paths. Um, Gendry chooses to stay on with the Brotherhood Without Banners. And Arya, her main goal, and we find this repetitive throughout the whole series, is just she wants to get home and back to her family. Yeah, and eventually I think her main goal becomes a sense of vengeance. Yeah. A little bit. But mm-hmm. this is a good part, too, where she says to him, he's like, you know, the Brothers Without Banners are cool. They're like a family. And she's like, I could be your family. And he's like, you wouldn't be my family. You'd be my lady. And that's like, oh, yeah. But also, Gendry at this point is like ten years older. Than yeah, her. maybe he, more. He would, he would. I mean, he's got that warhammer, you know. That'd he does. Be... He's got that bull helmet. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> rocking that. He's got his high socks on. He's ready to go. Sock boy. So Gendry's a sock boy. Gendry, the OG sock. He boy. looks. I can't stress how much he looks like Christian Bale enough. He looks just like Christian Bale. Well, it ripped, might be. He's ripped, a method actor. Ripped, ripped Batman, Christian Bale. Ripped Batman, Christian Bale. Yeah, not, not creepy not American Psycho. Well, he's ripped in that too. Oh, is he? He's just banging hookers all the time. Oh, and killing them. Maybe Gendry. Maybe Gendry might be Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Cheney, Christian Bale. Um, and then uh, from there, Rickard Karstark orders the murder of the two Lannister uh, prisoners. Yeah, one of which is Tommen. Don't yeah. be fooled. It, Tommen, <laughs> he plays he he plays this kid, and then he plays Tommen, which the kid who actually plays Tommen, either he left, or they were like, he's a good actor. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think they just fell in love with with 
the Tommen that we know now. He's right? a good little actor. Yeah, he, he does a great a good job. Little boy. He was a good little boy. That happens a lot in Game of Thrones. Like there's three mountains, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, two for sure, yeah, but there's mountains. there's a third one in there for like a short while. There's two Dario Naharises. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's only one Daenerys. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, the second Dario Naharis is way cooler than the first. Oh, one. by far. They were, they were just watching an episode with the first Dario Naharis, and I couldn't stand him. He's, He's unbearable. Yeah, whatever. We'll get to that later on. No, no. <laughs> uh, and then, so, uh, it's, Kyra Sark's actually brought in front of, and I actually, like, I'm not going to go in specific order of the, of the episode here, but I just want to get to the significance of some of these things. Hit it. Uh, so later on, Rickard Kyra Stark is presented to King Rob, and. Rob is obviously not happy about the decision to murder the uh, captives, and Karstark is, kids, you know, he, he's completely unapologetic about it. Though, like, I think, I think maybe he could have got some mercy and became a hostage if he wasn't just like basically spitting in Rob's yeah. face. The but whole it's time. also Rob is like losing like his men. Oh, yeah. at a drastic rate here. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he even says, "I've I've won every battle, but I'm losing this war." Like, I, yeah, it's true. Um, and um, and Kat, even like Cat, the nurse, all all of his people, like even cautioned, like don't kill the Car Starks because mm-hmm. they have huge numbers, right? And uh, and not only that, but we've been friends with them for years. Like, I mean, and, have... and kind of the mindset is like, what are two Lannister boys in the grand scheme of the war? Like, exactly, many Lannisters are going to die if the, you intend to take. Well, I want to I want to ask back. your I want to ask your opinion on this. Came I mean, to the right guy. Do you think is that the right call? Like, if. To kill the Karstark? Do you kill him? Do you take him hostage? Do you exile him? I mean, what would you do? I, I would probably... Um, see, it's tough, because you got to put yourself in that mindset of, like, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the very first episode when Ned beheads the guy who abandoned the wall. I wouldn't even have done that. But, I, I you know, I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but, like, so, like, even in the future, we'll see this with Daenerys, where she makes a decision similar with the Tarleys that mm-hmm. Tyrion hates. Uh, I would I caution against it always. I think it looks bad, but also in the terms of like knowing what Rob knew going into that from his mom and from the nurse, and and just knowing that the car Starks are already on edge, I wouldn't have done it. Rob Rob let this like boiling point reach where it's at, you know, yeah. from some bad decisions that he's made. But I think. If if I'm in his position there, I, I think you got to hold him hostage, right? Because yeah, keep him he, alive. He knows if he if he kills him, like he's gonna lose thousands of men, just and he like, does walks away, yeah. and he kills them, and he does, and they and that's like, and then he's just like a quick cut to him, like, well, they're gone, <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Uh, from there, we go back to Beric Dondarrion, and he's alive now, and he's like, yeah, you know coming back six another, times another day in the life <laughs> coming back from death six times starts to take a toll on you and this is interesting because they actually talk about this in the book um and also at the beginning of the scene Arya is doing her list right which this is when the list really starts to take off when yeah. she keeps mentioning the list she i think she does it about like list. four times in the two in the two episodes yeah that we want she keeps right? doing the list which is big because the list for her is it's her down her path of vengeance right that's that that's, that becomes her mo um but yeah, so I was just making the point that in the books they they mention that you become like less of a person every time that you come back to life. So like think about um, a good example is Lady Stoneheart. Have you have you heard about like um, is that one cat, cat coming back? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. She's like a zombie, right? Yeah, so like her, she's all fucked up because she like in the Red Wedding she like scratched her face, so like it's all like falling apart, <laughs> um, and her throat's like slit open, so she can't really talk that loud. Creepy. But, um, like, she just becomes obsessed with just one thing. Like, she can't even, like, there's a scene where um, she, like, runs into someone. I think it's Brienne from the past. And she, like, doesn't even recognize that Brienne does all this stuff, like, did all this stuff for her in the past. She just knows that right now, like, she's just obsessed with vengeance and killing people. So, yeah. like, you, like you, you lose a lot of your former self when you come back, but... It seems like in the show, Beric Dondarrion doesn't really change too much. He just, like, says he does. Yeah. And then they're like, well, what? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's like, his dick gets a little smaller. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. And then from there... Well, it's, Stannis. Right? Well, Stannis. Stannis visits his wife. Lady Solis is fucking nuts. She's mean. Because Stannis is there, and he's, like, talking to her. 
and she, and she's like, yo, I gotta tell you, like, I banged the red woman. And she's like, oh, she already told me it's cool. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think he was trying to use it as like an excuse to like break up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I, I cried tears of joy when I heard that. And he's like, shit. And then he's like, well, I want to see my daughter. And she's like, you don't want to see her. And she even said, she's like, oh, you're here to see her too. Yeah. And What's her like, deal? He's dude? like, it's my daughter. Like, why do you hate her? And, and she, then she has like the little fetus of the of unborn the fetuses of all her sons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's almost like she um like she faults the daughter for getting grayscale. Yeah. Which is so messed up. And he like this is what kills me about Stannis and down the line it'll kill me more. He like genuinely loves his daughter. Yeah. It's it's like very touching. This and, scene's a good scene. And Shireen is like Shireen's so freaking it's cute. A sweetheart. She's it's a adorable. sweetheart. She's singing and he's walking in. Yeah. And she's just like She runs up and hugs him when she when right when she sees him. He like, hits her with like a long time no see kind of thing. <laughs> and the best is like he gives like the most dad answer even from now when she's like, I heard you had a battle. Did you win? And he's like, No. <laughs> he says it like, like a now nope. dad. He's like, Nope. No. No. Uh, and then he tells her the Onion Knight, Sir Davos, has been taken like prisoner. And, like, he can even tell that, like, her being upset, and he's kind of even upset over it. He likes Davos. Yeah. But, I mean, he's, he's like, he's in, a, like, a, a funk right he's now. He's on the wrong stuff, man. Yeah, yeah he's, he's uh, out there. From there, we go to Harrenhal, and Jamie and Brienne had their infamous bathtub. A little bath time. A little, little hot tub time machine. A little team bath machine. time. A little hot tub time machine. They have it. <laughs> and the best is, like, she's in the tub, and she's like... She's like, there's another tub. And he's like, this one suits me fine. <laughs> she like curls up and like covers herself yeah. up. And he's just like fully just spread eagle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie Land doesn't care. Lanny, I wish Lanny Land was in that tub. He probably was. There's a little snorkeling around. <laughs> uh, but they have a little heart to heart. And this is the first time that we hear the true story of what happened in King's Landing. Um, yes, which we've discussed. Right. We, yeah, we've, we've discussed but this But it's important that Jamie says he's like... The Mad King wanted me to kill my dad. He was about to set the whole city on fire. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I killed him. Sure, I broke my oath, but think of how many lives I saved. Right. And he even brings up Ned, which is what you've told us when Ned comes into the throne room and sees Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jamie's almost like looking at the throne and Ned's kind of like, don't. Well, he was seated on the throne, actually. And Jet- Ned was like, eh, you take yeah, a seat over yeah. there. <laughs> Ned, Ned, Ned was so pissed, but Ned thought that Tywin Lannister was potentially trying to just seize the throne at that point. Uh, what I don't get is... I mean, this is where it's like oaths are such an extreme, where this this king is literally about to burn people, right? Mm-hmm. Robert and Ned are leading a rebellion against the king. Jamie kills that king, and they're like, wow, dude, you had an oath to protect him. Yeah, yeah. That guy just killed lame. Ned's dad and his brother, and he's like, whoa, that's my job. <laughs> I think I think it would have been way different if Rob were the one to walk in, though. Or Robert, I'm sorry. Um, because Yeah, because Robert took Sir Barristan into his service after he fought against him on the trident and was serving yeah. the Mad King. But even he, though, makes fun of Jamie for... When you plunge your sword to the king's back, it's like yeah, you literally him, were in open rebellion against that king to kill that king. The king had killed people brutally, and you're judging Jamie for being a kingslayer. He saved how many people did he save? I, I think Robert just like is putting him down. He's just like letting him Jamie know that he's beneath him. But yeah. I, I think that Ned genuinely dislikes or distrusts Jamie because of him breaking that oath. But I think like Robert. Look at how many people Robert from um, from Met, from the Mad King's Council that Robert just took on and pardoned. Yeah, like, that's true. Um, Varys was in his service. Baelish. Baelish. Uh, uh, Selmy. Pycelle was Pycelle, even. Pycelle, yeah. yeah. Pycelle is the one who told him to open the gates for the Lannisters. Yeah. He's like, I don't trust them. Yeah, so Robert's just, a little more forgiving. But I love aspect. Ned's character. That's my least favorite thing about Ned's character is it's kind of hypocritical to be mad at Jamie for killing the guy who you want to kill. Mm-hmm. Just because he had an oath to protect him and saving a ton of lives, saving a ton it. of lives. Yeah. yeah, Jamie was the second nuke. <laughs> yeah. But it is—it's—it's it, <laughs> it's crazy to think though that like Jamie couldn't even—he knew that he couldn't even talk to Ned because Ned wouldn't even listen. Mm-mm. He wouldn't even entertain that idea. So that I mean, but that ended up being Ned's downfall—just loyal to a fault to all these honorable oaths. to a fault. He was super yeah. honorable, but he was always like, "I can't hear you." No, <laughs> the Nedless uh, Horseman. From the Nedless Horseman. From there, uh, I actually have in my notes here, uh, Shireen is so freaking sweet when she like visits. Oh, when she visits Davos yeah. in the cell. She's like, you have to leave. Yeah. Such a, such a sweetheart. Teaching him to read. Um, Danny frees the Unsullied later on here. Um, she's like standing in front of the Unsullied. She's like, okay, 
you don't have to serve me. You guys are all free men at this point. You can choose yep. your own names. Great scene. Gray Worm, uh, Gray Worm is a unsullied soldier who, like the other unsullied, she allowed to elect as their leader. Mm-hmm. And she says, what name do you want? And he, he sticks with Gray Worm because he says, the name I had before this was cursed because I was sold into slavery. But Grey Worm is the name I had when Daenerys Stormborn freed me, which is really nice. I think that's a good one. And Danny, you can tell she was touched. She has a little smirk. She's like, she's like, okay, I'm gonna like this guy. She's like, yeah, that's great, but change your fucking name, or I will burn (laughs) you. No, he sticks with Grey Worm. I'm gonna smack you up. Joran, sell me too quickly. It's not important, so I don't want to touch it too long. But they have kind of a a nice conversation about like their credentials, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they're just like, "What are your intentions? No, what are your intentions?" Yeah. And they both even talk about how like. Selmy was in service to Robert when Robert was openly trying to assassinate Khaleesi and all that shit. Right. And it's kind of hypocritical of Jorah. We don't know it. It doesn't come out yet. But he has like, received he the paperwork, though. Right. The yeah. pardon. Right. Yes. He has it on his person. Right. Correct. But we haven't reached that part in the... But no one has it. seen it. Right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Rewind and mute but if yeah, you don't want to know they, that spoiler. They get in a little pissy match. Um, and then next, Loras falls victim to one of Baelish's spies, um, who is a cute and attractive blonde Lannister-looking guy. Um, and, of course, Loras just wants to smile. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember that scene. Yeah. It's, and then, like, and then it cuts to... They get a good, they get a good little smack. They get after it. They get oh, after yeah. it. It's a great after. scene. <laughs> they really just get, they get after, after it. it. Just, uh... They're swinging just, swords. Just boys all over. They're sparring. Just boys. They're just sparring. A little sparring. They're definitely And sparring. then it quick cut to that dude talking to Baelish, and Baelish, like, oh, what was he doing? Mm-hmm. And, and this actually... This is, like, standard... Um, this is, like, Game of Thrones, King's Landing politics, like... Everyone's trying to get the upper hand on each other. Everyone's trying to get info about what the next move is. Ned literally is like, I thought of this. Literally, I wrote this. I said Ned is was not made for this. Yeah, no he's chance. Not, he's, not a, he's not a guy who goes behind people's backs. He's not a politicker. He's the kind of guy who they would be like, if he was like the president now, they would be like, did you collude with Russia? And he'd be like, yes. <laughs> he's like, well. I'll tell you anything you want to know. I had no. I don't lie. <laughs> Like, do you do you have mistresses? A whole bunch. <laughs> He's just that kind of guy. Yeah, real straightforward. But Littlefinger is definitely not one of those guys. Um, uh, and from there, so the Karstarks have left, and they're at Rob's mm-hmm. camp, and they're like, "What's your idea?" He's like, "I know what to do." And I wrote, "Rob miraculously thinks Waldo Frey will help." This is he's so excited, and I was like, "This is the worst." Exci- this is so like dumb. being excited for like the worst idea. So dumb. Like he, someone who you like just slighted. Like, literally, to, yeah. like, just, like, shat all over his place. Yes. And then he's like, all right, well, he'll help. He'll, he's I'll like, sure but hey. <laughs> but, again, it goes back to this stark ideology of, of oaths, right? Like, the, the Freys are sworn to House Tully. So yeah. he thinks, like, okay. Like, but even Walder Frey has said in the past, he's like, but I also swore an oath to the crown, didn't I? Which is a good point. Yeah. Walder Frey, he just gives no fucks. I mean, he's he's self-interested. No fucks given. Self-interested. So Rob's an idiot for that, guys. Rob from here just bad decisions. Didn't it, this uh, is the scene where he decided um, that they're going to march on Castle Rock as well, right? I believe so. This is when he's he's really growing some chest hair, and he said he's like, "We'll take take their most prized possession, Castle Rock." That's I mean that's dumb. It's not going to. That's bold. We we find out later on that t- taking Castle Rock really doesn't give you too much of a strategic advantage. No, and I will when I have my map, I'll really be able to see just how dumb of a decision it was. Because to take Castle Rock, they r- literally would have been stuck between Tywin's troops and the ocean. Right. Which is like, what is your plan? It's not what you're looking for. And and knowing Rob, he would have been like, it's okay. Theon and the Greyjoys will help. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, and that's pretty much the end of that episode, I believe. That's basically it. Actually, other than Sansa um, and yeah. Loras are going to get married. Right, so I want to arrange those out. marriages. Um, uh, oh, and then, so that's what we think is going to happen, is that Sansa and Loras are going to get married. And then Tywin has a great scene where he brings in Tyrion and Cersei, mm-hmm. and he's like, Cersei, you're going to marry Loras, Tyrion, you're going to marry Sansa, mm-hmm. I'm going to go have a coffee. See ya. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> And he, like, stands up after they are like, we don't want to marry these people. And he's like, my children. You're 30 years old. Just tell them no. Well, here's here's the deal. <laughs> you can't tell Tywin no. You're like, there's no chance. You need to have a mustache to say, so here's the deal. You gotta <laughs> sit down real quick. I'm going to grow it out. I'm going to yeah, grow it good, out. Good. But you got to let me finish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ty, like, you can't tell, you can't just simply tell Tywin Lannister no. That's not how, that's not how the Game of Thrones works. He's the strongest player in the game at this point. Oh yeah, for sure. So, 
They got to do what they're told. I have a big beef with this, though, because Tyrion's freaking out like, oh, Nice okay. beef. A good beef sandwich with the, the sauce and you got the good bread. Well, you get your Chicago You go beef. to Al's. You go down to Al's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the problem is, like, Tyrion's freaking out like, Oh, I don't want to marry Sansa. Like, she's just a young girl. Okay, first of all, Tyrion, you'll stick your dick in anything, so chill out. He's Second literally, all, like, honestly, he got the best deal out of all. He got the best deal. He's going to be Lord of Winterfell. He's going to be the Warden of the North. Like, what the... Like, and he got Sansa. He was just complaining to try to get Casually Rock. Well, like, that's not going to happen, so what's your best bet? Just yeah. fucking go. And also, it's like, Sansa, like, Loras loses because he's gay. Cersei loses because... <laughs> well, no, no, because he's gay and he's being forced to marry yeah. a woman. yeah. Cersei loses because she only bangs her brother. Sansa loses because she has to marry a dwarf who's way older than her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who wins? Tyrion. Tyrion. Tyrion to be a, a homosexual man to be forced to marry a straight woman, or to be a straight woman who is evil to be forced to marry a homosexual man, or to be a, a dwarf who's forced to marry like a tall girl who gets pretty hot. Yeah. That's a sweet deal. I think that's... I think he wins. He wins. That's uh, that's deal or no deal for Tyrion. But he's just and, stuck on that whore wizard, man. Yeah, I mean, that's... He uh, can't get off it. Oh, uh, and then there is, like, a shade flash, too, and I just almost, like... And she's up. just like, what is going on in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her voice. I can't stand her voice. Uh, so the next episode... Uh, Honestly, the biggest loser in that whole deal might be... Well, it's Sansa. I think Sansa and Loras. I think the ones being forced to marry the Lannisters are the loser. Yeah, but, I mean, if you think about it, like, Sansa gets to go home that route, though. If 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 all that would have so played out, it would have saved Sansa a lot of hurt in the long run. I wish, in, in a sense, if you alternate history and had Loras, if Renly lives, and they would have been a brutal team, dude, because they had a strong host. Oh of, yeah, of, and Loras himself is the Battle of the Blackwater. That's why Cersei's bullshit with the Tyrells is so stupid. Because Loras too is the one that you see on the Blackwater oh, killing yeah. everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was leading. He was. Yeah, he was I leading hate the Vanguard the Lannisters. There. I hate the Lannisters. I took. I told you. I took a Facebook test that said I'm a Lannister. Not true. Not true. Uh, I, don't, I can see it, man. No. You and you and Cersei smanging. Wrong. <laughs> Not so, anyone but Cersei. Uh, so yeah, you want to take us through this this episode six? The Let's climb? do it. Let's do it. Sorry, I'm just watching the Bulls. Um, so episode six, the climb, <laughs> um, written by Miley Cyrus. So this <laughs> this starts with a quick scene of Sam and Gilly. They're surviving north of the Wall. They're on their own. It's super cold. Sam's still fat. Not much going on. They got the kid, and they're surviving. There's no cool moments, really. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and that's from, a build-up scene. That's a build-up scene. And from there, uh, Osha and Jojen's sister. What's Jojen's sister's name? Mira Reed. Mira Reed. That's right. They're having a little argument, and Bran tells them like squash the beef because they like they don't trust each other at this point. They're and, just squandering. Like I mean, they're all on the same team. Bran kind of reminds them of that. But Osha is just like, she's not the type of person to have someone else take control of a scenario. No, and plus, like, that, that Maester, Maester Lewin told her, he's like, you're responsible now for Bran and for Rickon. Please mm-hmm. help them live. And it's like, that is her job. She, I think she now feels ownership for Bran and Rickon because, like, Definitely. Rob easily could have slit her throat, and he never did. He let her live. Mm-hmm. And she, she turned out to be a valuable asset. Oh, yeah. She's one of my favorite characters, I think. Okay, that's that's a huge rank. One right. of your favorites? Yeah, I have like fifteen favorites. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, oh, and then Jojen has a bad dream. He has a bad vision. He starts seizing, and that's just like a sign. Uh, we're warging, much like um, coming back from the dead. Can, it takes a little toll on you. It does. And it do he, be like that sometimes. He, he, does, he has a vision that John is um, heading towards the wall, but he's surrounded by enemies. Yes. And Bran, for Bran, that sucks, because he's like, family members are dropping like flies left and right. Yeah. So he's, he and the, and the wrong ones. We, we're still yet to get rid of Rickon. The wrong point. stuff. Yeah, Rickon's got to go. I've already yeah. had enough of him. He's just sitting there eating all their valuable food. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need him to be eaten. Uh, and then from there, we have a, a John and Egret scene where it's kind of romantic. They wax a little poetic uh, about each other. They're preparing for the climb. But then it ends with her, I think, telling him he's gonna, she's going to cut his cock off. Yeah. Well, it's... So, first of all, I have in my notes, Egret just cracks my shit up because she's, like, making some some standard, like, dick jokes and shit in the beginning. But then um, she does have a pretty cool quote here, which I'm going to do for my best line, Yes, Queen, so I won't save it. Yeah, but it's... She's, so she's do. talking about, like, how it's... It's fuck kings, mm-hmm. fuck the wall. It's me and you now. Like, we love right. each other. This is what it's about. And John's kind of like, whoa. You know, but I think John they, does they, love her. Well, I mean, they smang once, and then all of a sudden, Egret's like just wipes him off. Right, and she just she you gotta be careful she, about that. She hit him with a "What are we?" But like, it's it was like a no option. What are we? Text, and John does it. He's an idiot. He's like, I'm a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dumb question. You know nothing. Uh, you know nothing. 
But yeah, she hit him with that "What are we?" text, and then she yeah. like added in a little, "But I'll cut your dick off if we're Boy, not." Wait, she dating. called it his pretty cock. What is a pretty cock? <laughs> I need. I, I kind of want to see Jon Snow's dick because it's if it's well, if it's pretty. What makes a dick pretty? I don't know. You, you, Does it have, like, you know, nice... You know, you've never seen, like, uh, you, people, like, draw, like, faces on dicks? Maybe get some he's got long nice, eyelashes? He's got a little bow tie? A little yeah, party tie? A little bow tie with some long eyelashes? Manscaping? Yeah, manscaping. Ooh. Do you think John... Does the carpet match the drapes? Ooh, probably. Oh, all those guys got insane carpet. <laughs> Dude, speaking of that, though, in the, oh, sm- God. In, in the smang scene, bold strategy by John to just go straight for the red bush. Like, who knows when the last time Egret showered was? Yeah, you know? like, Egret should have had her jump in that hot spring. Yeah, that shit, <laughs> that shit couldn't have smelled nice. No, but he, she, he, 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 she he said, she's like, do they do that in the South? And he's like, no. He's like, I just wanted to kiss you there. Which is like, that's the first thing he thought to do. What a loser. But he's got a pretty dick, so good for him. Yeah, I dude. just want to know what a pretty... Ask George. What's a pretty dick to George? We'll, we'll email. We'll shoot we'll George email, an email. Shoot George an email and yeah. tell him to send us pics of pretty dicks so we can I'll copy. Him. I'll copy you on the email. Thank you. Well, he, I don't have George's email. He doesn't let me talk to him anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. He does. He just goes straight downtown. Well, you asked him about one too many dicks. And then it's true. <laughs> Show me your dick. <laughs> um, and from there, uh, we have a quick scene with uh, oh, Arya training with the brothers. They're doing some arrow shit. And uh, all of a sudden, Red Woman rolls up. It's like, hey, give me that Gendry guy. Uh, she has a quick conversation with the Red Priest about how many times she's brought back uh, Beric Dondarrion. And it's interesting because this is the first time you get a background on both of them. And they know each other uh, from from back in the day. Back yeah, from in, Red Priest school. Yeah, <laughs> from from uh, Red Priest seminary. Yeah. And, and um, they take Gendry because they need that king's blood. The exactly. Red Woman needs it because Stannis is... He's in a sacrificing kind of mood. But a little bit of foreshadowing here. Mel asks... She's like freaking out because Beric Dondarrion's been brought back six times. She's like, how the hell did you do this? You shouldn't have the power to be able to do this. And Thoros is just like, you know, I just prayed over him one time and he came back and the just Red God just, yeah. Yeah, just kept doing it. So that stands the question then, can John, do you think, double dip on him? What if he gets stabbed in season eight and then the Red Woman hits him with that I mean, little it, double dip? I think it would just depend on how close Mel is at the time. Hits him with that Because who knows farm. where well, she's at now. Discount I mean, double check. She's at Dragonstone, isn't she? Well, she remember she's like she's moving around because remember she's, that scene all sad. where Varys yeah. tells her to get the fuck out, and then she's like, he's like, yeah, you, what do you plan on jumping? And she's like, no, I'm destined to die in Westeros just like you. And yeah. Varys is like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Varys got hit with a little bit of his own sauce. So they take Gendry because they need that king's blood. Arya's pissed because Gendry trusted them, mm-hmm. and the Brothers Without Banners are super like. They're like, we have a code. And it's just like, they need money. They're yeah. super shifty. Yeah. They're uh, I don't bandits. trust them. Let's They're call bandits. them what they are. They're, They're bandits. bandits. Uh, so John and the Wildlings begin their climb. They do. And it is pretty excellent. Like, this is a intense scene because there's like, there's stuff falling from the wall. Um, half the Wildlings like fall off and die. And then there's like um, a scene where John and Igret both fall. Tormund holds on to keep them alive. And... The guy, what Oral, Oral, uh, tries yeah, to cut Oral. them off, or actually does cut them off, and yeah. John like that's John's on nickname now too. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's good uh, stuff. But John ends up saving Egret, and uh, they end up making it to the top towards the end of the episode here. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it's um, uh, the actress who plays Egret. I believe her name is Rose Leslie, who's actually married to Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow in real life, which is cute. Um, she said that when they filmed that scene, she knew the drop was coming, but they when they practiced, they dropped her slower so that they got that natural reaction. And then they uh, dropped her at a quicker speed, and she said she actually had startled her. And uh, it was cool. You see the filming of it. It's a lot of green screen, but they are actually climbing like an ice wall type thing nice. in a uh, sound, sound stage. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. I love when they do shit like that. Uh, and from there, we got a little we got a little, we got a little business to attend. Strictly Some business. Strictly business. Dude, we put, me and Chris put on our suits for this scene because it was a business <laughs> meeting. And Ramsey totally torturing Theon. Um, he's got the horn and he's blowing it because he knows Theon hates that horn. And then Theon's like, "Do you have water?" And he's like, "Yep." And he pours, he pours it out. It out yeah. He's like stabbing him in his fingies, dude. He, and he, okay, so he's peeling the skin off his fingers, which is yeah. I like that. Just makes my skin crawl. It's a tough scene that. to watch because it's very realistic. And Ramsey, the whole point of the game is Ramsey said, "I want to make it hurt so bad that you want me to cut the whole thing off." Yeah, it's so fucked up, dude. And uh, <sighs> yeah, like, how do you get to that point? Like, how how did Roos raise him? Well, did did he? I don't think I don't think he raised him. 
Raise your kids. I, th- <laughs> I, th- I think he was like kind of like off on his own. Like I think he could. I think he was like a you know an alley cat. He would like come back to the house and hide to sleep, and then like, and Roos is like, like, "What are we doing?" He's got blood all over. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, so that's pretty rough. He's he's legit cutting off fingers, and he's like making Theon guess where they are, and he's like lying about all of his answers. Yeah. Like he can't. Tra- he's like. He he's says like, he's a car Stark. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the game, he goes, you didn't ask the most important question of all. Am I a liar? It's yeah. like, yeah, for sure you are. Fucked up. Um, and then Freys meet with Rob. They have a quick uh, little term thing. And uh, they discuss the terms for Rob to make up for his sin of going against the original oath to marry a Frey. And it's his uncle Edmure has to marry a Frey girl. Right. So they, they demand an apology, which is easy. Excuse me. They demand Harrenhal, which is a little bit less easy, but like Rob's like, okay, I'm the king of the north. Like, I don't give a fuck what happens with Harrenhal. And then finally they demand that Edmir Tilly marry uh, one of the Frey girls. And Edmir denies it, or he uh, doesn't want to get married. He's like, fuck this. I'm like, I want to see her before I get married, but yada, yada. And Rob is like trying to egg him into doing this. And I think that's super hypocritical of Rob to do. Because they wouldn't have been in this mess had Rob just married the chick he was supposed to marry. Cat and Rob look really bad these last couple of episodes and a few episodes going forward. Their decisions led them or are leading them down a really dark path. Which in the Game of Thrones world, once you start, you, you gotta you, you gotta stop. You gotta get off that sauce yeah. eventually. You gotta well, start making better decisions. One line, like I'm paraphrasing here, but Rob says something along the lines of, "You wanted an opportunity to make up for the windmill. Well, here's your opportunity." Speaking yeah, when does Rob Edmure. make up for his mistakes? Yeah, when the, when does Rob... Well, Rob gets He's his. He's going to make up for his mistakes <laughs> real Rob quick. Rob gets yeah. his. And uh, from there, we have a quick scene with uh, Roos, with Jamie and Brienne. I think it's the dinner scene, right? Uh, Jamie's having a hard yeah. time eating Dindin. Yeah. And uh, Brienne helps. And we're starting to see that Roos is like not on the same side as Rob anymore because he's not returning Jamie. He has plans to deal him with the Lannisters, and there's a lot of setup for that. I, I, think, I think Roos Bolton is very aware that Rob's gonna lose the war at this point. Oh yeah. So he wants to he wants to put his he sees Jamie as the opportunity to get in the good graces of Tywin. Agreed. And he puts those plans into motion. Yeah, and from there, uh Tywin pitches the weddings to Elena. It's a good battle scene of wits, but uh eventually Elena kind of relents because Tywin just get Tywin gets Ty- what he wants. Yeah, right? Tywin Tywin these are two like masterminds of the game going head to head. Yeah, and it's a great scene to see. Elena does. I mean, she puts up a little fight, but at the end of the day, Tywin's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to remove this uncertainty for you. If you don't let Loras marry Cersei, then I'm going to put Loras in the King's Garden. He won't have an heir, and that'll be the end of House Tyrell." Yep. And yep. that's a trump card. You can't really can't beat that. No, no. People are, uh, you know, you're starting to see that. Tywin, like I said, he just he gets what he, at the end of the day, Tywin wins. Uh, it's what Tywin, and it's, it's it's in the name. It's 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 cool too because we get to see like up until this season, we just hear about like how powerful and persuading Tywin is, but now we actually see like some of the tactics that he employs to get his way. Um, Cunning. It's not guile. Just, yeah, it's not just like people are scared of him. I mean, they are, but like here, you're seeing another head of a very wealthy family. Um, almost more powerful than the Lannisters at this point because they do have a larger standing army at this point. And they got all that. They and got they those got, resources. They got those resources. They got they got money. Um, but Tywin is very shrewd and and calculating and wins this out. Yep. That's so. That's important. Uh, and from there, um, they uh, the wildlings have a quick climb scene. Mm-hmm. It's just them struggling and to we, climb. Yeah, we we already like got through this earlier. Sansa and Loras have a little game spitting scene, but then from there it cuts hard to um, Cersei and Tyrion talking about how fucked they both are. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's a quick scene, um, but it's a, it's an important scene because at the end of it, because not Tyrion also asks, he's like, "Yo, who was trying to have me killed the other day yeah. by Sir Mandon?" And he just Cersei's like, like that in there. Cersei like doesn't answer, but he, they know it's Joffrey. Yeah, which up until this point. And I kind of even forgot that Joffrey had planted. I thought that that um, Cersei had planted as well. But Tyrion, up until this point, thought that it was Cersei who ordered the the hit. But then the more he reflected on, it, he's like, okay, well, to have him kill me, who's leading the army in front of our own men while we're defending the city, what what kind of idiot would actually plan that? It's a stupid decision. Dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, probably the one of the dumber decisions next to like Ned telling Cersei that he was gonna. Yeah, he's like, guess what? 
I'm gonna go tell. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's the significance of that scene. And then Sansa and Shay find out the great news that Tyrion's gonna be marrying Sansa. It's a great montage scene then after this well Tyrion tells them this is the beginning of the end of horror wizardry as we know it mm-hmm. uh Tyrion hits them with that yo we got to get married kind of thing and poor Sansa she's her list of boyfriends is brutal Joffrey yeah. Tyrion Baelish Ramsay Ramsay uh, oh, uh yes she had a cup of coffee with Loras she wait I guess he's the best one yeah well Tyrion I, th- I would say Tyrion's the best highlight list that's true not maybe not so much like aesthetically but yeah aesthetically yeah. he's Lower fourth of that list. <laughs> um, so there's sad, and then there's a great, great ending scene here with Varys and Baelish. Uh, the chaos is a wheel speech. Ladder. The ladder, yeah. Oh, wow, I mixed up his speech with uh, the Daenerys speech yeah, about breaking the wheel. Breaking the wheel, yeah. Chaos is a ladder. I literally wrote a wheel in here. Well, that's because you, uh, you're always, always thinking subconsciously about, thinking Danny. I'm always thinking about it. I, I, I wrote chaos is a wheel. Scratch it out, dragon. Scratch that out and wrote wheel again. <laughs> Could you imagine? Chaos if, is a dragon. If Baelish and and Danny were like on the same team, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, my chaos wheel," and you're breaking chaos. Her. Oh, Daenerys. Uh. Oh, Daenerys. He'd just be sliding in front of her at every opportunity. He's <laughs> like always a, sliding. Like a Chris dude. Collinsworth slide. He's out a of the slippery screen. boy. He's oh, the exact he definition. Yeah, he should get a slip boy. and slide. Um, <laughs> and then it like Joffrey kills the fuck out of Roz. She's just loaded up with arrows, oh, and he's like, man. he's like, I have a. A friend who wants to do something daring, and I was like, "What's daring about that?" He just shot her with arrows. Yeah. He's just a bad. He's a murderer. Well, who knows? He probably tortured her pretty good before that happened. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Joffrey. He, he, it's true. He, he did his. In thing. this episode, does Jamie take off yet on horseback from the Boltons? Not yet. No, not yet. Okay. They, the, the last we saw Jamie was ending at that dinner scene. We both will have the best line of that episode. What Jamie says. Hell Very yeah. important line. Um, so yeah, so what'd you th- I mean, I thought these two episodes were pretty tight. Well, what would just, you rate And it one? ends, top of the wall, they make it, oh, John right. and Egret share a kiss, it's yeah. just powerful, it's, yeah. oh, that fire. <laughs> it is cool, because they show them looking where they came from, north of the wall, and then Covered they, like, in snow and desolation. And then they transition to south of the wall, it's sunny, there's, there's... A lot of vegetation and vegetation. some bush. Yeah, game. John has seen so much bush these last two episodes. <laughs> um, so I rated these episodes pretty high. I gave episode five an eight, uh, but I gave it an eight. He's right. just staring. That, that wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't your best work. Eight. Because I really liked it. In this okay. episode six, I gave a seven, just because okay. I wasn't as huge on episode six. Uh, I preferred Kiss by Fire, because we got... We got to kiss that fire, but the chaos is a wheel. Really, is one of my. It's a ladder. It's a ladder. Dude. Damn it! Damn it! We're gonna uh, get. We're gonna. Our first Deep Thrones merch is gonna say chaos is a chaos wheel. is a wheel, <laughs> and it just spins and spins. Uh, I gave this one a seven. Okay. Um. So actually, I'm gonna, seven. I'm gonna steal your rating here on episode five. Oh, I gave it. it an eight as well. Mine was, a, was an eight. A, it was a great episode, dude. Like we started out hot with the with the trial by combat. Um, That's true. I mean, literally, because they lit the sword on fire. We saw John and and Egret getting their relationship going in a strong way. Smanging. Um, there was a lot of like politicky stuff going on. Jamie reveals how what actually happened with the Mad King. Sauce boy moment. Great stuff. Episode six, not as strong. Um, I gave it a six. Yeah, because it's episode That's six. Because it. just because it. it's it was kind a, of a bridge. It was a ladder. Yeah, it was a ladder. It was, it was a, a wheel. Ladder. <laughs> it was a ladder. It was a wheel. Who knows what it is? It was a. Method if you're of climbing a wheel, you're in trouble. <laughs> you're really screwed in, in that respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can live with that. Uh, and from there, best Let's line. Best jump line. In, jump into some segments here. Let me get my let me get my spectacles here. All right. Um, we already did well. Segment two, best line, yes, queen. It's it's the first segment, best yeah, line, yes, queen. Second. I'll let you lead off because I think I know what your best line is going to be based off your wheel speech. Um. Well, uh, my wheel speech is highly inaccurate, so I'm going to have to. I had two best lines just in case, but okay. I'll start with a best line that I don't think you have, which is Ramsey to Theon, which is if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Ooh, Every masseuse I've ever gone good. to says that to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's the first thing they say, but I love that because then we immediately like Ramsey. Well, you haven't been to the masseuses in Chinatown, then? No, right. they're they're. I gotta up my game. I got a recommendation list for you. <laughs> Send me a list, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but Ramsey is this sets up. This really sets up. If you guys think Ramsey's going away anytime soon, you're horribly mistaken. He's here to stay, and I think he's up there in terms of like 
when you see him, you're already nervous up there with like Heath Ledger's Joker, uh, Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. He's the, oh, he's yeah. that level villain, and I think in the annals of entertainment history movies and television i literally think ramsey someday will get really high respect for how great this guy does as this character i i absolutely agree with everything you said about ramsey and then my yas queen is uh john de egret uh after he uh goes down and he said i just wanted to kiss you there is all uh <laughs> which to me it's like that was like it's such a weird thing to say yeah i think and is all i hate when people end sentences with is all it's such an it's old like, thing. It's like, it's like a well anyways kind of. Yeah, it's well anyways. Well. Uh, and it's, I, I kind of wish we had, I wish the camera panned down just to see John just like. <laughs> well, just kissing. We'd, we'd, have to go, we'd have to go to like Showtime after yeah. dark to get that or something. Yeah, like Thrones Hub or something. <laughs> Thrones Hub. Um, okay, so my best line, since you didn't say it, I actually had two as well. Um, so I'll do my first and then an honorable mention. Uh, I got one when you're done. Chaos is a ladder. I think self-explanatory. It's a ladder. Well, that's why that's a best line. Not a wheel. It's not a bowl. (laughs) It's definitely not a bowl. Um, so yeah, chaos is a ladder. Best line. Honorable mention was when Igret was talking to John. She says, you didn't stop being a crow the day you walked into Mance Raiders camp. I had written that down as well. Is that, that was my honorable mention. That's wow. So maybe that should have been two crows with one stone. Ooh. Ah. Would you look at that? Would you look at that? And then my Yas Queen was from Oral speaking to Igret, and she, he goes, just because you want him inside of you doesn't make him one of us. Right. Which, because Igret's always, like, sticking up for facts. John. Because he, he knows nothing and can't say stuff for himself. So Straight facts. Um, so, yeah. So I thought that was a good little clap back there. Next segment, hottest moment. Um, there are a couple. There were two in these two episodes that I think perhaps warrant... Well, you go first Warren with yours. Moment. Well, mine, I'll go with mine. Go with yours. Uh, mine is John and Egret. Yeah. It's, uh, That's I wrote an easy pick. John and Egret uh, introducing some snow to some fire. I wrote that. And then I got I got a little... Uh, Egret is... She's actually, like, low-key pretty hot. Yeah. Low-key. High-key. High-key. Yeah, high-key. <laughs> high-key. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then I also wrote... Uh, I got some biblical humor. I said, I wouldn't mind getting some commandments from that burning bush. Ooh, would you look at that? Would you look, look at, at that? that? Sauce boy. Now you can, Bush boy. <laughs> now you can get your church when you listen to us, too. There you That's go. That's right. Got you a little dose. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, mine is Jamie and Brienne in the hot tub. A little hot tub time machine action. That is a hot scene. You're we, right. I love we, it. We've been, we've been waiting for this one. We've, we've mentioned this Big a few times. Yeah, we got uh, some Jamie butt. We get some Brienne butt. We get, yeah. She, like, stands she up stands angry, up. and the yeah. camera's purposely, like, pointed. They do this a lot. We brought this up in the first ever episode when Daenerys' clothes come off and the camera pans down. Dad and I was like, booty. but <laughs> so I, unnecessary. And this is also like the origin of our unnecessary titties segment, too. Yeah, it's like, scenes so. like this that created our our comedy. So yeah. thank you. Thank you, Game of Thrones. Ding. That is a great scene, though. It is. And I remember, like, Brienne, is is she hot? Mm, I, wouldn't, I would not. I, would I don't not. know. I mean, listen, she's beautiful. Okay. She's 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 yeah, a beautiful. She's a beautiful she's woman. Beautiful. She's okay. beautiful. But she is Inside she's legit six three. Yeah, she's a big girl. She, she she she's putting a hurting on somebody. I mean, lay, lay it down. Lay it down. Let her ride on top. Let, the bear and the maiden fair. Get, I don't know which one she is. <laughs> might not get up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's dead. So we're actually we're gonna make a return to some of our grassroots here. Westeros history. Minute. Westeros history minute. My we haven't favorite had one in a segment. While. All right. He said that sarcastically, but it actually is. I, I did a poll without you knowing. No. And it's yeah, it's our listeners. I'm highly active segment. on social media. You're a liar. Highly active. Listen. Uh, I think the issue is that I don't get to talk for a long time. And you know how I am about that. Yeah. Well, this one's short. This one actually might be a minute. I just wanted to give some background on House Cardstock since they played a big role um, in these episodes at first. But then later on in season six as well. Um, so House Cardstock is, of course, a noble house from the north. Their seat is Carhold. And their arms are a white sun sunburst on a black field, which it's actually like a smiling sun. It's actually like pretty cute looking. Um, and their words are the sun of winter, real original because they're sun on a black field. Cool. Um, the Karstarks actually descend from a younger son of Winterfell. His name's Carlon Stark, and that puts them, of course, at direct relatives of Stark blood. They've got Stark blood running through their veins. Um, Rickard Cardstock mentioned that in the episode today. 
They have a charity, 1877 Car Starks for Kids. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so Carlon Stark is uh, known for suppressing a rebellion, and in, re- in exchange for that, he was granted some lands. He named the castle in this land Carl's Hold, but that name sucked, so they ended up calling it Carhold. And that's what it's called today. Oh, sorry. Too oh, soon. Damn it, dude. <laughs> um, through the years, the Karstarks and Starks have married each other to stay close. Um, maybe a little incest Total going accident. on there. <laughs> Whatever. We'll oh, definite incest yeah. in this show. And then um, during D- Robert's Rebellion, Lord Rickard Karstark, of course, fought with Ned at the Battle of the Trident. And I just have last, last note here. The Karstarks are really bad boys in Season 7. Oh, yeah. They get bad. They're bad Season boys. Season 6. Season six. Six. Yes. 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 Season six. Yes. 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 Yeah, that's great. Yes, that's actually great queen. information. I think it's good that you learned. Is that is that considered a great house or one of the lesser houses? It's considered a noble house. A noble house. Yes. What are the rankings? Great houses? So the great the great houses are, are like are the, Starkies, the wardens, essentially. The Lannies. Yeah. The Starkies. The the Tyrells. The Ties. The Baratheons. The Greyjoys. The Aarons. The Greyjoys would be considered in there. So there's the there's the great houses, then there's the noble houses. Mm-hmm. And then is there like a there's like are there any crack houses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of crack a houses. Of crack houses. <laughs> no, you get like I mean, once you go down like into your lesser houses. Are you we get ever like gonna see knights. Shagar again? <laughs> you know, the the guy from the Vale who's like they live outside the Vale, the the tribesmen. Those are the crack houses. Oh yeah, the, those the are, mountain clans. Yeah, those are yeah, just. Yeah, those we are crack said, houses. I think we said at the time, those are like the trailer parks of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. It do be like that. It do be like that. And from there, we got some alternate history, which we're bringing back into this. You can cough; it's okay. No, I, I'm, I'm having to. Chris burp is a lot. suppressing his cough. I'm coughs. having to burp a lot. He's, oh, he's burping. He's yeah, burping. so I don't oh, want to get the burp into gassy. the microphone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta burp this kid. <laughs> uh, alternate history, which is a good one this week. Uh, and we haven't brought alternate history back in a while. Yeah, we're getting back to we're getting back to what what made us famous in the first place. Yeah, well, you've said on air at least fifteen times. Ooh, this would be a good alternate history. Which is, yeah. we'll start with this. What if Stannis won the Battle of the Blackwater? I'm so glad you asked me that, John. Yeah, we pre we planned the question. Nope, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll lead this off. Yeah, go ahead. It's, just, it's a discussion. It's an open discussion. Okay, so Stannis wins the Battle of the Blackwater. Big elephant in the room. You have a Tyrell host and half a Lannister host at your gates, even if you take King's Landing, right? So are we saying he wins the initial battle, or he wins? He beats Tywin and Loras when they arrive there as well? He wins it all. He just wins. He has taken King's Landing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but that doesn't take away Tywin's plans that were already in place to show up at King's Landing for defense. Do any of so the Tyrell let's... people who were originally loyal to Renly... Now switch to Stannis. That's the question. That is the question. That's the question. Also, how quickly does he start burning people? Well, that's another big question because let, let's play this out this way. So say for now that the Tyrells remain loyal at the time to Tywin Lannister and King Joffrey. So they're laying siege to King's Landing at this point. Stannis Baratheon's in there. He's got um, Joffrey and the royal family as hostages that are in there. Yes, does Stannis then immediately execute them? No. Or does he hold them as hostages? No. What Stannis does is this. He tells Rob Stark, you denounce your kingship. I give you the Lannisters. You do what you want with them. You become Warden of the North, but you are not King of the North. You get Sansa back as well. Remember when we said, oh, he would have let Sansa go. We totally forgot that Rob was in open rebellion and that Stannis considered him a usurper as well. That's right. But keep in mind, he still has, I think, a feeling of fondness toward the Starks. He doesn't need the Lannisters. He just wants the throne. And I think his deal with Rob would be, I give you Sansa. I give you the Lannisters. That's your beef with them. I have no beef with them other than this little twerp sitting on my throne. You take them. You execute them for Rob or for Ned's honor. Mm-hmm. You become Warden of the North. The question then becomes, does Rob denounce his kingship? Which I would. I would take that deal. I would, yeah. I would take that deal. Yeah. I would become Warden of the North, which essentially... When is Stannis ever going to go to the North? When Robert came to the North, everyone was like, "What the fuck's the king doing up here?" Yeah, you essentially are in your own world to begin with. Yeah, you're so. If far Stannis away wins from that right battle, there. I make that trade. That's the deal I make. Well, here's the thing: Rob would then have to go to King's Landing to pledge fealty. He's going to bring his host with him. Then the Lannister Ooh. host that's there is going to be trapped again between King's Landing and Rob's host coming down. And so then, they're going to get slaughtered. Right. Well, that's that's the end game for Rob anyway. I think Rob will make that deal with Stannis. Stannis doesn't need the Lannisters. Let him kill him. And I think Rob then would pledge fealty. I think he would. I think he would as well. Yeah. I just like, you know, I, it's the question is, is 
would Stannis and, or would Stannis and Rob be able to have that correspondence where they're like, this will be the deal after Stannis wins? Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got the immediate you've got the pressing issue of your your you know you're being held siege at this point. Most of your men died at the Blackwater, right? Even if they did capture King's Landing, you still have to deal with the fact that Tywin is at your gates, and those yeah. gates have been breached already. But you'd be amazed how burning people quickly get some fealty. That's the no, thing, too. Does the Red I, Woman start burning people? Yeah, when do they I, I start was that say, process? I disagree, because the only leverage that Stannis would have to keep Tywin from... No. Is Joffrey. If... If right, he, so if that's he kills Joffrey, so that's what he, he does. Kills his hostage, this is what would happen. Stannis would keep them alive, and he would say to Tywin, "I'll burn them." But does Stannis do that though? Like Stannis is so hard headed in his ways. I think he immediately kills the usurper. Mm. I think what he should have, what if if we're saying what he should do, is he should hold them hostage, right. make Tywin lay down his arms, invite Rob, give him whichever Lannisters he wants, uh, and then like Tywin has no choice too because if Stannis is able to strike that deal with Rob, keep in mind at this point. Of the Blackwater, Rob still has Jamie. Yeah, true. So literally, all of his kids are now captive: Tyrion, Cersei, Jamie, and his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And remember, Cersei at this Except point might have she but, probably uh, already kills herself. The only one alive at this point is probably Joffrey. That's a great point. Yeah, because yeah, because she was going to kill herself and Tommen. Yeah. So Joffrey's probably the only one still alive. So he has Joffrey and Jamie. Honestly, the two only two who can carry on his name anyway. Mm-hmm. And Joffrey's a Baratheon. And those two are the only ones alive, and they're captured by Rob and by Stannis. You have no choice but to lay down your arms if you truly care about your family legacy. And then it's kill time. Uh, Stannis, Stannis, I don't know, man. Does he make the smart decision and keep them hostage, though? I think I think he's been so like blood bloodthirsty to kill Joffrey. He's a bad boy. Him that he kind of just blows it and does that right away. You blew it. But, yeah. Which yeah. reminds me of our next segment. You blew it. You blew it. Um, for me, this is pretty easy. Uh, I think Rob blew it when he sentenced the Karstark to die, and then he loses all of his Karstark bannermen against everyone's advice. It's your same one? Yeah. Well, then... So they double blew it. It's a he's, double blew it. He's taking, he's taking he's blows taking, from yeah, left he's, and right. He's being a real Sasha Gray. Uh, <laughs> so, Rob Stark. You blew it. Hit him again. Let's give him and two. Rob Stark. You blew it. You're just blowing it, man. He's, he's blowing, blowing it. it all over town. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's really... It's a shame. Uh, and from there, we get George a little date. I'll, you know what? I'll lead. I'll lead us off here. You yeah. know what? You lead us off. Here. Ter- no Daenerys time this episode. I just realized it sucked. Yeah. Uh, it's well, terrible. Oh, it, my date for George because he's back in a big way. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh Lord. He released a creepy video. Did you see it? No. He released a video on Christmas Day about how like it's his character from House of Cards, and he's talking to the camera, and he's like, he's like, you never saw me die, did you? Like, you know how they killed him off the show, and he's yeah. talking about he's like, you wouldn't jump to conclusions, would you, without all the facts, did you? It's really weird. I watch it. It's three minutes of him just doing like a monologue as the character. Can he? Can he like rightfully act in that role and publicize it still? Like if the show. Fired I mean, yeah, him from he it? just said his name was Frank. I mean, it's not like they own uh, the rights to him doing that impression. But so it's so weird, and and I think George would be good for him because George gets human contact, and Spacey is back in the news because he like apparently groped some dude in like Boston or something. He's such a fucked up guy. So. George gets his boyfriend, and Spacey gets a happy boyfriend as well, so he can just stop grabbing dicks that don't want it. He can right. grab a dick that actually like wants to be grabbed. Consensual dick. That's, Consensual dick. That's what you're that's looking right. for. Consensual Rickon. Dickon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my date for George would be Sandra Bullock. Ooh, uh, Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box. Ooh, Speed Girl. Okay. So she's basically Arya when Arya goes blind in the movie Bird Box because she's got that thing around her she's eyes. She's badass too, yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, not that far of a stretch. Also, ravens always take flight from like literal bird boxes. Right. So like, I love George it. is always in the raven. You ever seen Practical Magic? No. Great movie. Sandra's in that with Nicole Kidman. Speaking of other movies. Speed. Great movie. She's but the one George, who drives the bus. George is not the, spe- the speediest guy. She'll keep him above 50. <laughs> um, but my last uh, reason for picking her is that she's used to dealing with big boys from the blind side. So, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. She'll protect his blind side. Yeah. So That's a good Michael point. Orr, there you go. Shout yeah. out Michael Orr. Shout out Michael Orr. Wow, that's actually a great... I love that. Thanks, man. That's good. That is solid. It's hard to argue with that. That's Peace. good. So, George, we're going to try to hook you up with Sandra. She'll say no, but we're going to try. Listen, you can't say no to George if he just if he just releases his new book. That's all I'm looking for. That's what we want, George. When yeah. you release the book, we'll release the hostages. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, unnecessary titties. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, mine was uh, the Squire's Dick. 
when he and Loris are banging. Oh, yeah. Because you get a little bit of dick time on screen. And you know, I talk about this with Theon. And it's when you're mid-bang, it's completely flaccid, unrealistic. It's got to be... <laughs> It's got to be hard because of science. And uh, my second reason for it is because it's all, it's, it's like a really, it's not, it's not a triumphant one. You got to get, you're doing a good scene. Get a big, get a big old dick in there. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go halfway, just go full. Give me a full dick. Yeah. All right. Consensual dick, though. Consensual dick. We don't Keith. want Spacey in there. Just like. Exactly. In the, in the window. Spacey is probably like Littlefinger just like peeking in oh. or something. Um, okay. Oh. So. My unnecessary titties is going to be, and I actually I didn't write one down, but I'm just gonna wing it. Um, the one second where like Shay was there when when Tyrion walks in and it's gonna say to Sansa that they have to get married, and she's like big time, and, she's and, like not leaving, and he's like, can I can I speak with Lady Sansa alone? And she's like, why do you need to speak to her alone? I'm like, fuck you, Shay, like get the get the fuck off the camera. That's all I want. That's all I want in life. Does she not realize that like other lords would have had her executed just for saying that? Yeah, you're the help. Get out of the room. Yeah, well, you're not there yeah, for... but Ty- but Tyrion's just like no, so he's true. taken. He's, yeah, horror wizardry at its finest. Yeah, she hit him with that Lingardian Leviosa. He didn't know what to do. <laughs> he got wizarded. <laughs> that home that that Hopus Erectus. Hopus Erectus. Yeah, yeah it's true. Dickus arise. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. How many more can we do? Harry, um, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Shout out to the HP. Um, and from there, we got Trial by Combat. Yeah, we do. Uh, I feel what like from you, there is us? our most famous quote in Thrones history. From there. Well, remember, it used to be jump across the narrow sea. We're going to jump across. Oh, we were always jumping. We, were we don't jump anymore. All over. Yeah. We don't jump like we used to. Uh, I got an animated show for Trial by Combat. No boys, no nothing. It's um, It was kind of based on like an Aqua Teen Hunger Force type show where like inanimate objects have solid personalities. Okay. And it's called, it's a week, it's a show. Imagine it on like Adult Swim. It's called Condoms. Oh man! It's about right. um, they're condoms, but they're like crime lords, and they got like little bandanas on, and they got knives, and they're like you know, <laughs> um, it, but they're really dumb. Wait, are so they... it's like split. It's like condoms. So are they? Are they? Are they like out of the wrapper? Are they on a dick? They're out of the are wrapper. They... They're not on a dick, but they stand straight up. Okay. When they get killed, they. <laughs> and uh, so I wrote. Um, like imagine like a condom wearing like a little bandana and having a little knife and like you give me all your money man you know and it's hilarious I mean that, that is that's, that's adult funny. swim that's I, adult swim they murder they cheat so they steal their way okay, to the top so occasionally all... they do get used and that sucks for them it's a bad process they <laughs> so lose like, all their that's, that's dexterity like, that's like their version of swimming with the fishes yeah okay. you're gonna be swimming with the sperm <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this like what other what other inanimate objects are involved like are, you, are we getting it's, some it's um so it starts some, like dildos going it, no it's like walgreens you're at walgreens and the condoms like break out of their box okay, and they so start there's torturing loops and... yeah there's everything that aisle there's that aisle yeah the, the, they call it the family planning aisle. The family like, planning. Yeah, it's family stopping that's, aisle. Yeah, that's when you're not planning it on a family. Yeah. That's what's going on in that yeah. aisle. Uh, and it's like, you know, like there's this kid like fumbling around. He's really nervous. And they just like pull a knife on him. And they're like, oh, give us all your money. And they, they rob humans. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's going to lose his virginity after prom. And all of a sudden he's getting held up by condoms. I think oh, it's hilarious. Man, that's great. They poke a hole in him. They poke a hole in him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In his heart. That's right. That's right. It's, right. Do, do be like that sometimes. I mean, I'm gonna, I mean we can... Condoms. We, we can see if we can get it. Uh, the only network that that's going to go on is Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah. so we need... Nick at Night. Nick at Night. No that just does, That does ambient reruns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So I think it's a solid episode. All right. Nice. I'm in. I mean, sign me up for... Con, what is it? Condoms? Condoms. D-U-M-B. Okay. That's the question. Right. Uh, I think it could be D-U-M-B. I it's think a working a con title. dash D-U-M-B-S would be good. It's a working Condoms. title. Condoms. It's a working title. We'll, we'll... Uh, it's it's very punny. It's a working title. Yeah. So um, <laughs> All the yeah. titles are always working. So happy New Year's, everyone. I hope everyone has a great 2019. We're coming, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. We cannot wait to you know take you through getting your ears game of thrones in 2019 it's gonna be we're gonna have some cool stuff in 2019 so and we have a couple uh guest appearances coming up next week which is gonna be pretty sweet so not yeah. with my ships but not with my ships. i'm a huge fan of the trader of spices we'll bring him back we Twitter he, spices he lives on through us he yeah we're bringing him back through. we're bringing the trader of spices back in a big way <laughs> all right well 
Take us uh, out. Oh, uh, well, as always, Amelia, hit me up. You can find me in the family planning aisle. <laughs> <laughs>